Hello, and welcome back to the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your dungeon master for this adventure. Joining us today, we have... Daniel playing Chad Fleek, the uh, druid bird. Hey, all Playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle, and I play Tarajux. Last time, the party entered a mysterious dwarven wizard's tower, climbed some stairs, found some items, looked at some books. Okay, so you were in... A conference room of sorts. Yeah. I say next stairwell unless someone wants to sit down in a chair and ponder. No, I'm feeling that. Because this, this uh, ritual circle is not like primed or anything. Like it no. has to, we would have to provide material ingredients and chant. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, next stairwell. Okay. You ascend the next floor, and uh, a number of things are apparent to your vision. As soon as you, as soon as you enter the room, most immediately the crossbow bolt in your eye. <laughs> no, the first kind of thing. Well, not the first thing you see. I'm going to start by describing the extra heavy duty triple strength binding circle that occupies the center of this large room. I don't like oh, that. I, no, which is <laughs> like. Man, it's you've never seen anything like this before. So, Ooh. comparing this to the binding circles required to hold an ancient storm elemental, this is more. This is more. At least what? three or four. What the fuck? Like, if I was gonna like, is it god level or is it like darn near close? Well, perhaps the second thing that you see may may elucidate the the strength of this uh inside the binding circle oh shit <laughs> it's bound up oh, it's everything way to bury the lead <laughs> where is, i bury us for a specific reason okay i want you to imagine the balrog from lord of the rings oh, God. Okay. shrink it down to about 10 feet okay so immaculate three-piece suit Okay. I will destroy you. <laughs> um, Let's go sign this contract. Oh, hang on. Uh, so yeah, I've had an action ready to winning smile the first thing that we saw. So I I give this thing a winning smile. <laughs> uh, and as you enter the room, the creature in the circle says, Finally, mortals. Listen. Yeah, I've that's been us. trapped mortals. in this circle. <laughs> For 782 years. Wow. How are you? To provide you with a favor in exchange for releasing right. me from Somebody the- restrain yeah, Trent. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, but wait. How do you know it's been 782 years? You got a watch? He points to a Rolex. It's <laughs> <laughs> a wind oh, up. shit. Wow. A favor? They really make, build those things to last, don't they? <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> hey, um, does asking you questions count as a favor? No. <laughs> you oh, just phrased that as a question. <laughs> I am under no obligation to anything that you ask of me. Well, we, are in no under, we are under no obligation to release you. I need a dwarf lawyer stat. <laughs> <laughs> I was really curious who put you here. Is there a stairwell in here? There is a stairwell on the opposite side of the room. Of course yep. there is. All right. Do we want to just put a pin in this? You kind of. No, we're not touching anything. You read the runes in the circle. You could at least give him a mushroom. So when I say circle, there's actually like five concentric circles. Okay. Constructed around one another. Well, I don't speak dwarvish. And some lines radiating out from those that are attached to smaller circles and other parts of the... Like, have you ever seen... And I'm going to out myself as an even bigger nerd. Uh, Gallifreyan? Yes. Yeah. Writing. Oh, yeah. It, it kind of looks like that inscribed. Oh, okay. Cool. Hmm, what's a Gallifreyan? Shut up, <laughs> I happen to know for a fact that you are also a Whovian because you and I binged that together. We did. It's it's a thing we did. Was that before or after Power Rangers? That was um, No, this before. was still back at Bellarmine. It's before. Guys, yes. can we huddle? Can we have a group huddle? Mm-hmm. 
I, I, wait, no. Where are my manners? I give a flourishing Juxian bow to this trapped demon, and I say, I would love to know your name so that I might address you as is befitting polite company. That's very polite of you, but I have no particular thing uh, myself into the service of a group of random mortals that just happened to wander into where I was imprisoned. Oh, like well. somebody uh, doesn't want to get doesn't want to get out. All right, group huddle. He's not interested in taking the survey, so I say we just go. All right, group huddle. Okay. You hear a deep sigh. So we all huddle <laughs> up, and then immediately charge us because guys, we gotta let him out. No, <laughs> no, no. I am not okay with people being imprisoned for an indefinite sentence. By oh well, life. let if me you, let me help you with that. Let me, let me. He's not a people. <laughs> Is not a people. You hear from the circle, I have no intention, I give you my solemn word that if you release me, I will leave this plane immediately and you will come to no harm. See? Yeah, but he didn't tell you what was going to happen after that. I've been away from the Nine Hells for nearly 800 years. A lot of cleaning up to do, and Lord Asmodeus is going to be furious with me for being gone this long. See, he's name-dropping now. He's name-dropping. He's name-dropping as Modius. Yeah, that just, that just means he knows people up at the top. Look, I... I don't think it's the people that we want to know, too. Thomas, you, you misunderstand my position on this, because I've been rather quiet up until now. This is someone from the Nine Hells. This is a sworn enemy of the Abbey of the Eversea. I cannot let him go. Yeah, he's, he's bad news. <sighs> Your one idea so far, I'm just gonna have to veto. Unless we get, I generally agree with your decisions. um, Anything is better than being sealed away in a dusty tower for eternity. Not for this. You ever think about why he might have been sealed away? Well, the wizard of this tower would often consult me for advice in some of her more esoteric. Uh, spellcasting measures. It, at this point, you realize that he can hear literally everything you're saying. No. Yeah. Tarjux is awful at whispering when not actively trying. <laughs> if we could just banish him, I would be totally fine with letting him go, but we can't. No, nope, so don't know how to do that. Just, just letting him out seems like a really bad idea. The, the, <laughs> agreed. Perhaps we could find something in the upper floors that would be of assistance with that, because I'm all for sending him back to the Nine Hells and not keeping him here, but yes. I'm not going to let him go without a guarantee that we can send him there. No, absolutely. I agree with that plan. I just don't... It does not sit with me well to leave a creature, any creature, regardless of how I, I blatantly black-souled in... Tarajux, let's, let's keep moving here. Locked up, throw if, if we're going to do this, we need to find something to do it with. Let's go. Agreed. We'll be back. And I go up the stairs. He just rolls his eyes. Goodbye, friend. Yeah. And you hear me as we go up the stairs. I'm like, if we let him out, I have to get a piggyback ride first. <laughs> That's the favor that you're on. <laughs> the favor I will give you that piggyback ride because... That's what I want. Yeah. If if I was in that situation, I wouldn't want to be in it. He's not a people. No. Keep going. People Look, aren't I, the only thing that deserve freedom. If I let him go, I want his watch. Storm elementals aren't people. They're something far grander and more I think there's a, I think there's a very good reason why, he, why he's in there, and we're not going to get that reason from him. It sounds like some lady dwarf wizard was gossiping with him. What? That's that's what, that's he, what said. he said, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, she was she was lonely, but she was also getting like information from him. Yeah, right. demon gossip. All right, keep your eyes open for an iron flask. Well, <laughs> I think she wanted like information on extra planner travel and magic. Oh uh, yeah, probably. Hmm? Well, but he's under no compulsion to answer, so I wonder how that she, went. I mean, do we know how this circle works? Maybe she had some way of compelling him to speak. I'd throw a zone of truth down, but it would probably jack things up. Yeah. I wouldn't mess with I, I think we want to do as little jacking as possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All our jacking should probably remain off. Thank Next you. floor. 
Is it another okay. demon? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah the, next 98 the nine circles of hell. Uh, 96 <laughs> floors, thank you. You, you made an assumption <laughs> at how many floors were in this tower, Waffle. I did. Nice round yeah. number. Uh, the next floor does not contain another stairwell. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> does it create, have a hallway or another door? No. It is a large circular room. There are two main features. The first of which is a small fountain in the center of the room that is full of a kind of translucent silvery fluid. I immediately look at Desmond. Uh, resting on the the kind of edge of the fountain is a bottle, like two liter bottle sized, but made of glass, uh, kind of angular. It has a very complicated hasp on the top. Okay. Um, and there is a small <clears throat> box resting next to this bottle, along with a short piece of wood and a long piece of wood that are kind of leaning against it. Um, otherwise, oh, okay. The other primary feature of this room are the windows that are arrayed along the outside wall. That doesn't. Um, that doesn't work. What? 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 Is it just stone on the other side of them? No, each of the windows depicts different things. And as you sit here looking at them, um, every so often the image in these windows change. Mm. So does it look like we have a view or does it look more like a TV? Yeah, it's like more a, like a, a TV digital. or a series of TVs around the outside wall. Um, okay. Hmm. And it looks like each window looks at different places but you can't really make any correlations without studying them for a yeah, while it's like, because it's like a screensaver but real life yes and i don't suppose these windows open no that okay. windows is kind of the an, an analogy it's more like there are holes that have or pictures holes. in them okay do we recognize just like places? landscapes yeah or buildings um make a perception check Oh boy. Twenty-two. Twenty-three. Twenty. Total of. Ten. In the phone book. <laughs> well, I guess I could make a roll too. You probably should. Eleven. Okay. All of you catch from uh in the the window kind of directly opposite you, you catch the tail end of one picture as it shifts and you see yourselves. In the, oh. in the window, but it's like a top-down view of this room. Oh, oh I instinctively look up. You don't see anything but the ceiling. Ooh. Can I arcana the ceiling? Well, but I can't lick it, so I can't do it. Uh, no, piggyback. I'll piggyback you. <laughs> you make a human tower. Well, I guess a <laughs> human tower. Desmond, I will piggyback you tower. up to the roof so you can lick it. How high is the ceiling? Can we even get up there? I can the fly. It's like twenty feet up. Okay, you gonna are you gonna carry me? Uh, yeah, I'll yeah. boost you. Okay, <laughs> so I'm gonna go up there and like take a big whiff in, and I'm gonna like you know lick a couple of every five feet, like in a ten feet, like ten feet square area. Okay, go I'm for gonna, it. I'm gonna arcana check. Yeah. Oh, that's a poopy one. Can I assist? That is a, that's an eight. Go sniff the window. Doesn't Tarjux need to use like a dexterity check that he's actually going to not drop? Desmond? So actually, it's, I'm, it's, I'm kind of curious. What exactly are you doing to elevate <laughs> Desmond 20 feet into the air? <laughs> All right. So my plan here, at first I was just going to hope that I could like, he stands on my shoulders and that would be enough. But is no. that not? No. no. All right. Not not if he wants to reach you with you his should, tongue. You should blow a gust upwards and give me like a draft that I can maybe uh, lift Desmond with. So let me. I gotta check the wording on something here really quick. Because um, mm. the the crux of when I say I can fly, I do yeah. mean that I can literally fly, but it is for very brief bursts. <laughs> well, uh, we only need it for like. I don't know, six seconds. Right. So, Tempest Magic, whenever I expend a spell slot, I can fly ten feet before or after. 
So what I think, what I'm thinking is I cast some level one spell and then we get that 10 feet of flight to get up there. And I hope that'll be enough <laughs> to, uh, have you ever used that before? I haven't. No, what? uh, actually, no, I take that back. I've used it, um, like once I think I've used it once, but not to great effect. Okay. I mostly just use it to kite away from things. So it weighs 20 feet in the air. So yeah. you're going to have to, you're going to cast a spell, fly 10, cast a spell, fly 10. No, no, so no, no, no. no. If he's piggybacking Desmond, if, yeah. like if he has Desmond on his shoulders, that's, that's eleven or twelve feet. Right? Yeah, you can exactly. probably reach the ceiling from that. Yeah. yeah. So okay. what I'm thinking is, since I have to cast a spell anyways, it might as well be Featherfall. That's probably smart. That's probably yeah. Thank you. So um, Desmond hops on my shoulders. There is a massive upwelling of wind that fills this room, and I just start levitating into the air majestically, hair going everywhere. Everyone's cloaks are getting whipped into their faces. And then um, after Desmond has been pressed gently, faced first against <laughs> the know, roof and rubbed you know, around. You, you know Yukon Cornelius, right? From, yeah, exactly. This is like... <laughs> Goes up and licks it. And he goes nothing. <laughs> yeah. Does this count as assisting for giving him advantage? I, you are not going to be able to give him advantage because all of your resources, your mental resources, are devoted to keeping him elevated. Okay. okay. And then uh, after he gets his lick, we descend back down to the ground exactly as slow. Yeah. So everybody else watches this whole little tableau take place it's vastly huh. amusing you obtain no useful information from it nope. um of note the the wind that filled the room appeared not to have any effect whatsoever on the liquid in the fountain huh. now i would like to try to shape water on the liquid in the fountain it doesn't work i'm it still giving work. desmond a piggyback yeah. <laughs> like a reflective silvery no as a matter or? of fact oh. it's like quicksilver Kind of. If you turn the saturation down. Yeah. Um, There's a bottle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do we have any sort of containers that are open? Oh, I have so many containers. Would you like to... I, um, here, switch me, and I'll piggyback you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really necessary. No, yes, not. Absolutely. Um, okay, so I get, up on, I get up on Desmond's shoulders... I get out my right, um, flasks. Hold, hold I, on. I use hold mage on. hands to fill them from his back. Okay. I was about to say, beating over while piggybacked on Desmond. No, no. I, like, I get on his... I piggyback him because that's fun, but I don't actually move towards the fountain. I just use mage hand. I was going to say, it, it's right. dwarf height, so you wouldn't be able to reach it from on his shoulder. No, not at all. <laughs> But it gives me a really good, like, bird's eye view of what I'm doing for uh, operating a flask with wind. <laughs> so you're a crane manager. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as you as you dip the flask into this liquid, um, it kind of like passes directly through it. Hmm. Like it's out of phase with the flask. Ah, uh, huh. That's weird. I try it with the bottle that's sitting on the edge. Uh, it does fill up the bottle. Cool. All right, guys, I'm going to dip my finger in it. <laughs> nothing happens, right? <laughs> I, I mean, nothing should happen. I hop down and I go, if I turn into a ghost, you have to let me stick I around. That the, um, when, you, when you lowered the bottle into it, it kind of sucked up all of the fluid into the fountain into the bottle. Oh, oh yeah. so there's nothing left. Yes. Hmm. Quick, pour it back out so you can put your finger in it. Yeah, I, I do. I test. Does it like pour out in the yeah. same manner? Mm-hmm. And then I can suck it back up again. It's yes. like a loogie. Yeah. So <laughs> you're on, have you're an on item in... holders. You mage hand this bottle and you just kind of dip it in, pour it out, dip it in, pour it yeah. out three or four times. And I, I'm just pointing out like, hey, this is neat. We had we had an item that did this in another campaign, didn't we? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. We could suck up large amounts of fluid. The turkey baster. That was oh, the turkey. That's right. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm going to check out the window. Which one? The one that showed us for a brief second. Okay. Is it something physical? Like, can I touch it? You Got reach out hand. to touch it, and your hand kind of goes through the image. Oh, Ooh. shit. How far in? So I'm, like, reaching further and further. Am I hitting, like, a wall? It bites down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
no, you feel a stone wall like an inch behind it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm going to put my face through it. Okay. Uh, you press your, like, the tip of your beak goes through and hits the wall. That beak? Oh, it's that? Okay, it's that shallow. Okay. Yeah. Actually, that would so, be a cool place to hide, like, a secret message. I'm yeah. going to, like, feel along the the edges. Does it interrupt the picture? Nope. No? they, they mm-hmm. It just phases right through my fingers? Okay. Yep. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to do some kind of spellcasting check. Okay. Where should I do Arcana? Arcana. Okay. The spell the spellcasting check feels like cheating, so. Yes. Well, it's only oh, for... Oh, so... <clears throat> So one, the one. Okay. <laughs> um, you are. So you're you're trying to kind of attune yourself to the magic that's obviously powering these these windows, but you are distracted by the fact that the the picture shifts and you see Saskia standing <gasps> in front of sort of five robed figures wearing masks. And you don't, she appears to be talking to them or, or arguing with them or pleading with them. You can't really tell, but um, there's no sound. And she so you're, you're trying to focus and then you see, you see this image, you see that she is, she is a mess. <laughs> there, are, there are a lot more kind of artificial bits to her than you remember there being. And then the picture changes. Okay, I was half expecting her head to like swivel on. Oh no, hundred percent. Look at the, look at the window. Immediate, yeah. Okay. Um, and now you excited. see the image of a man wearing like heavy ceremonial robes in pacing in front of a throne of black marble. Oh, oh! This is a cool room. Interesting. You've only looked at one of the windows. Yeah, I dip my finger in the stuff. Uh, as you do so, a it kind of flows up and constructs a 3D translucent image of a dwarven woman, which begins to speak, and like she says... size? Yes. Wow, okay. This may be my last recording. The day the gods warned us of, the day the world breaks, approaches, and tomorrow we instantiate the anchor. Every member of the council has tested the spell in miniature, of course, but there's no way of telling how it will work at a world scale. There's never been a working of this magnitude. So if this is to be my last entry, let it be known that I have given my all in hope that the world may carry on after I have gone. I leave these things, and she gestures in the general direction of the items perched on the edge of the fountain to those who come after me. Gossip, huh? The fluid kind of melts back down, kind of like if you've ever seen somebody melting candied sugar with like a blowtorch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it melts down from the top back into the fountain, and uh, the liquid is now clear. Okay. Oh. Message received. Interesting. So, um, is that from the hatching? So, the, yeah, that's before. Must be. So, yeah. there's the bottle. Like what else is there on the edge? The, there's the a small box. And a short piece of wood and a long piece of wood. And these two aren't connected in some sort of T shape, are they? <laughs> no. Okay. Can the box be open? Yeah. Can I try and open the box? Uh, the box opens, and you see inside a necklace strung with amethysts and a uh, about seventy. Uh, you want to call them gold pieces, but they don't look like any gold piece seen before. Electrum. Oh. No, they're they're gold. They're <laughs> uh, very. Old. So she just left her worldly possessions here. Some she of them. gifts. Well, what, like I mean, like just saying, if you're going to be constructing a world anchor and not sure that it's going to last or that you're going to survive creating it, why would you leave money? seventy gold pieces? Mm-hmm. I hand the necklace right, to Desmond, Desmond and say, "Lick it." <laughs> You've got seventy-one things to put in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you're, forgetting, you're forgetting about the uh, the short piece of Sticks. wood and the long piece of wood. Yes. Okay. Are they like planks? Are they like twigs? Are they like? You've got seventy five items to put in your mouth. Now that oh, you Lord. have uh, inspected them more closely, you see that the short piece of wood is very obviously a wand of some description. The long piece of wood looks like a javelin, but it is inscribed with arcane markings. Huh. 
Does it have any metal on it? Uh, the tip is metal, yes. Fuck. Hmm. Maybe we could stab the demon with this, and he would go back. Let's let's have you taste things. Yeah, first you're gonna have to deep throat this whole javelin. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we can somebody else taste it. Jocks, <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to give it a whirl? Yeah, I would kind of like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I uh, kind of like put my hands on stuff and try and sense the mojo. I've never had formal instruction, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm never. Want to pick up the javelin and. Uh, inspect it for magical properties. Eleven? It's definitely magic, but you can't get a handle on what kind. Can I take a twenty? <laughs> no. It's, it's like you can't, right. you, can't, you can't attune yourself with the, the field. Okay, I, I'm going to check I the smaller one then. I yoink it out of your hands and just take my tongue and run it through the like, like the, the entire top. thing. Yeah, uh-huh. 18. Oh. Uh, this is a javelin of lightning. Javelin of lightning as like arc, like sparks arc through out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing a lot of battery licking. Um, yeah. 14 on the wand? The wand is a wand of magic missiles. <gasps> Useful. Very. And these are both straight out of the DMG. So the javelin of lightning, once per day, um, you can hurl it and speak a command word to transform it into a bolt of lightning that is Five feet wide and extends up to 120 feet. Each creature in line with the lightning, excluding the thrower and the target, make a DC 13 dexterity saving throw and take 46 lightning damage on a fail, half on a success. The lightning bolt turns back into a javelin when it reaches the target. Uh, Make a ranged weapon attack on a hit. It takes damage and then the 46 lightning damage. Uh, Leolin, this is for you. (laughs) (laughs) Can I can I carry it with all my other stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a javelin. So um I would like to kind of roll these coins around in my hands and see if they're magic. Um that is a crit on Arcana. They are not. Okay. Wasted. I pocket them. What about the uh, I'll also tell you that the necklace isn't magic either. Oh. All right. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. What about the box? The box itself is just like ornately carved stone. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it. Uh, Nineteen. Not magic. Okay. Probably oh, valuable okay. to somebody who collects dwarven antiquities. Hang on to that. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll sell it. it to somebody. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just put it in our little pocket dimension. Wait, how big is the box? It's like jewelry box size. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I've got it. Really quick, um, I've got a lot of pack space. <laughs> I would like to see if it's possible for me to make a a GIF using this uh, strange ethereal fluid. So I'm trying stuff like touching it and then doing double pistols and a wink and then like backing <laughs> off, seeing if it goes shimmery and then touching it again to get the playback. I'm trying to figure out how I would record a message. Uh, so yeah, you touch it and it starts to ripple from the center independent of where you actually touch the liquid. Right. Um, you do your double pistols and wink, and then you go back and touch it, and the rippling stops. And it becomes very slightly less tra- uh, less clear, like it acquires a silvery tint. Hmm, okay. So it can only hold one message at a time, then? That would be really useful for sneaking around, too, because we could put it in a bottle and then have like sound come out of it and would allow us to sneak around. Well, I was trying to see if there was anything else left recorded. Yeah, because um, you mentioned that it was like very silvery um, initially. Yes. And so when I record one message, it doesn't seem to take on the same level of opacity that it originally had. Give me a arcana or insight. Um, Either of those would be fine. Insight's a little better. Uh, that is only a 10. Okay. Yeah, you, you're not sure what's going on there. All right. Can I try and insight it? Yeah, anybody's welcome to make Same. This. Oh, 24. 20, or 19. I'm just so, like, struck by my own <laughs> face doing double pistols and a wink back out. Well, you haven't like, actually oh. playback. You just yeah, got okay. it to record and stop, presumably. Oh. So you feel like there was probably a lot of data corruption for lack of a better word mm, okay. it's that particular recording has been sitting here for almost 800 years yeah it doesn't yeah. have a shelf life okay 
I'm going to check out one of the other windows. There's four, right? One on every wall? No, this is a circular room, and there are... Hang on a second, because I forget exactly how many... Okay, so there are, I think, like 27 windows. Oh, jeez. Somewhere in that vicinity. And they're all showing different things? Yes, they are all showing different things. Two, three... Are there runes? There are 26. There are 26 windows. 26? Are there runes inscribed in the fountain's edge? Like, does this liquid need a very particular playback device? Like, is is the liquid, uh, I don't know, a cassette, and the fountain a tape deck? That's a very interesting point, yeah. Can I... I can't, like, pour out some of this, right? Like, it's an all or nothing? Uh, You haven't tried. Oh, but, right, but it can't pour out because it pours through things. Pour it on uh, the ground and try it? I just don't want it to, like, run down the stairs and then flow out the bottom of the world. Uh, open up your lightning bottle and try that. Pour it in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do that. <laughs> um, I guess I try and, like... It's like, empty it out. Because I can, I can mage hand. So mm-hmm. I will mage hand the bottle and cup my hands together because we've confirmed that flesh interacts with this fluid. And mm-hmm. I'm doing this over the fountain just in case. And I'm trying to just pour out like just enough to have a little bit in my palm. Okay. A small pool of this liquid uh, pools in your palm. Okay. And then I touch it with my other hand. Like one and finger at the edge. you see... Uh, like your torso up appear and give you double guns in a ring. Yeah, this is the greatest discovery in the world. Um, okay, so follow up question: Once it sloshes back down into a pool, and I touch it again, does it go into recording mode or does it play back again? It plays back again. Interesting. So, how do you clear it? Huh? You just have to play with it. Yeah, I'll have to keep playing. I pour it back into a bottle. We should really go deal with this demon. Well, we should plan what we're doing before we go back down there. Yeah. Okay, well, um, so we definitely can't fight it. No, it basically said it was going to leave. So we're assuming it has the ability to leave. I I imagine it probably has the ability to teleport out once it's no longer constrained, but I also worry that it has the ability to teleport our hearts out of our chests. Well, with its I've been I've been thinking about this, and I'm like I'm worried that whatever power is holding it there, we've already screwed up, mm-hmm. and like the oh, generator is going to be think, yeah. As long as the generator yeah, and it knows our faces too. So like mm-hmm. if it if it had to wait like I don't know a couple months, and then it, you know no, that's a really out, good point. First thing it's going to do is take our faces back to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Wherever good gonna go. call. That is very good. So yeah, let's go set this thing free. No, um, no, 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 no. <laughs> it, said it, it said it promised us a favor. That's and right. We're gonna make it promise us one favor each. Okay. On top of not hurting us before please it don't goes back. That's what's, my favor. What's everyone's favors? Yeah, like or please do, leave do we get our alone. favors right <clears throat> now? Or I would. Could, I got my piggyback ride from. Oh my god. TJ, so maybe <laughs> maybe a magic item it has that would be cool. Like yeah. Leyland wants his, uh, or no, was it Ched that wanted his watch? I want his Rolex. Yeah, we could have him kill Saskia before he goes. Or maybe I could have him oh. teach me Eldritch Blast. That would. It's like that's it's, just a thought. It's a little too. I don't know. That would be too fortunate. Well, yeah, he would actually do it. I guess. I, I don't know. Like I'm trying to think of. I don't. What would be useful? <sighs> Trust him. Can I? What's everybody's passive perception? Uh, Thirteen. Um, fourteen. Uh, Twelve. Uh oh. Thirteen. Has he has he broken uh, loose? Fifteen. I have a feeling okay. the chugging is going down. Uh, everybody except Terajux notices. Um, remember in the very first adventure that mysterious woman that you guys failed to interact with in oh shit her okay yeah, her initial is a yeah she appears you see her appear in the the window that you saw yourselves in mm-hmm. she's here uh, 
spin around? Where is she? No, she, it's not showing this room anymore. Yeah, where okay. is she? An entirely different room. Uh, she appears to be writing at a desk. Oh. Is her name at the top of the ledger? No. Is her name written anywhere in uh, the you room? You can't see what she's writing. Back can, I, can I yell at her? What is your name? <laughs> I mean, you're welcome to. She doesn't. <laughs> Wouldn't have been great if we had talked to her in the put first face, place. Put my face really. Nah. It's much Look. more fun to play because Joe has to force it in later. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, if like this is on brand, if I ever meet other storm mages, I'm like, I'm a little bit weirded out because I'm storm Jesus, and I'm like, there shouldn't be other storm Jesuses. So, Are you storm Paul or storm Matthew? <laughs> right, like. Like, I was trying to figure out, you know, where I fall in the cosmogony now that there are other Storm Jesuses. Did you Storm Muhammad get out of you? Mahogany and cos- cosmology together? Cosmogony. It's um, a it's term a for the creation myth of a uh, pantheon. Okay. Yep. Anyways, what else well, is she doing? Well, as you're having this discussion, Ted is like, what is your name? <laughs> uh, the image changes to, and uh, Falrock, you would recognize that this is, this is the, the dwarven king um, who is currently standing in, in front of a pillar of inscribed metal, and he appears to be reading it. Can I read it as well? Or? It's kind of blurry. The picture quality isn't super great. But he's, he's just reading from this big pillar. Yes. It doesn't look like a death pillar, does it? No. Okay. I think, uh, hey, you guys think I should, like, nip downstairs really quick and ask our demon friend if we can defer our favors until later? I don't think that... Well, I mean, you can try. Maybe ask him if he knows anything about these windows. Yeah, I'll do both. Uh, I would like to nip downstairs. I know Winning Smile doesn't work on fiends, but I give him one anyways. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. That's a really nice suit you've got there. Is that like is that common attire for the Nine Hells? I've never been. I I've heard stories, of course. Terrifying. <laughs> terrifying stories. Not everybody but, possesses a sense of style. Ah, or if tragic. they do, it's vastly alien to my own. I bet the styles have changed in seven hundred and eighty two years. I'm not gonna tell him that. <laughs> I think he looks snappy. Is it, is it a pinstripe suit? Have we confirmed yes. what kind of suit? It is. It is a. a I don't think three piece is in style anymore. Is three a, piece never went out of style. Is it a tie? Is it a bow tie? If it's a tie, is it wide? Is it is it thin? Is it? Wool? I'm. It's. We're not going to spend ten minutes going over what the color is the suit. The intricacies of what this devil is wearing. So hey, these favors that you're granting each of us for setting you free. Do we have to have those ready now when we set you free, or can we sort of defer those and contact you at a later date? It would be advisable to have. I have no idea how to be putting my affairs back in order when I return to the Nine Hells. Okay. What's obviously you are a very powerful demon. I I can tell by the the fanfare that has been set up here to entrap you. What's the like? What sorts of boons do you typically grant to mortals who have? been of mild use to you traditionally knowledge ah uh, so you are a demon of wisdom and knowledge primarily i am a demon who is consulted for wisdom and knowledge very interesting okay actually no i retract that i i am a devil and he emphasizes that very particularly my mistake i uh i've had very few dealings with things outside the realm of elementals i appreciate the correction and i will relay that information to my friends uh we are finishing up some stuff upstairs uh there's these weird do you know what i think about these windows they show images from far off lands uh seemingly at random you know anything about that that might be something that you could use as a favor it certainly could uh well anyways uh we'll be back down once we sort that out so it might be a little while since we're we're really stuck on these windows what's a few more minutes after eight centuries of waiting true true anyways uh be right back and i pop back upstairs and go okay uh so here's the deal talk to the demon he would really like to have his wishes up front devil devil he's a devil not a demon please call him a devil um that's comforting 
I doubles are so, so much easier to deal with. Well, so can actually, I get can I get I'll a distinction? The general basic knowledge that devils tend to keep their word, even if they try to twist the meaning to their benefit. Yeah, and the abyss is where the demons are from, right? And demons are more akin to a sentient planar virus. Right, yeah. yeah. So Devil. is it demons or devils that the Abbey of the Eversea is trying to eradicate? Uh, they would have had incursions from both. Crap, okay. But I, I feel like demons would be a much worse thing. I, than I think Falrock would realize that we couldn't kill this one now. Yeah. So we need to be able to get whatever benefit we can from the situation. Yeah. So well, and says, we can't keep it here because the other engine is dying. Yeah. Right. So it'll just don't say that very loud, face. please. <laughs> keep your voice down. He's got no. good ears. So sorry. He's a he's a, de- a devil of information and lore and secrets. So if there's something you've been dying to know. Uh, top on our list, we could ask about these windows, maybe. We could ask about the stuff that's been injected into our veins. That would be interesting. I would like to know the long-term effects. Oh, that's clever. I like that. Uh, we could ask about the organization that Saskia is part of. Uh, other things. 13. Or why we were taken in the first place. All right, so we need to come up with five I questions. Think, yeah, I think we need to put them in the context of his ability to know stuff, though. Right, yeah, he's not omniscient. Been out of the loop for 800 years. So I think the asking about the blood is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably asking where we could find more information is also probably smart. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else? I'd oh, like yeah. him to teach... Do a good favor. Don't harm us in any way. No, he already said he'd do that. Yeah. That's like no, part but, of the like, deal. Don't harm us at any point in the future. I didn't get in right. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I think that should, we, be, that should be first on the list, yeah, because yeah. no harm before he leaves is one thing. No, no bodily harm or never, never return to harm or vex any of us. Yes. Well, that's fair. no, just all five yeah. of us. That's that's all I, we can really. We yeah, we don't want to expand this too far. Like, let's, yeah, we don't want to. Yeah, I agree. I just it's other not people every to day. worry about, you know. But yeah, I we can we can uh, do what we, can we can. Keep those people I get safe. It. Yeah, I get it. Okay, so I'm I am I'm gonna write out a list here. So don't ever harm or vex the five of us. What what are the effects of injecting a mortal with hatchling blood? Yep. Were we injected with hatchling blood? I mean that's we, what we presume. We were. But I I don't do know that really he'd know. be able he to wouldn't, answer that. He wouldn't be able to know that. Yeah. And I also don't know that that's like enough of a question to Yeah. Warrant. I'd say we're pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah. Or if if we didn't get injected, there was a very long rigmarole to make us think we were, which is weird. And, and be very specific in how we the, define hatchling blood, because the next the next question we can ask is: other than the place we've already been, who who could tell us more about hatchling? So other than Jux, basically. Other than. Aside from you know the territory of Jux, what other ter- what other places in other territories would have information regarding hatchling blood? Specifically, the hatchling that Actually, is the center of this planet. I would, yeah. Well, hang on. We, I don't think it matters about Jux so much. I think he's not going to know what Jux is. True. So outside of, the, outside of this place, where would we find more information on the hatching? Yeah. Yeah, also, we could ask about like um, secret repositories of knowledge, like lost libraries or ancient storerooms, things that would have been around before the hatching. That we could ask about the anchor might know about. too. Like, like, what are what are some secrets about the anchor that most people wouldn't know about eight hundred years from now, or like you know yeah. eight hundred years from when he was in prison? Yeah, what was lost? Yeah. Mm. Because he would um, be smart enough to, like, figure that out. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we could ask about the dwarf that lived here, but I don't know if that's... I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Mm. All right, so our three questions so far. Uh, don't don't harm... Don't ever harm or vex the five of us. Never return to harm or vex the five of us. What are the effects of injecting hatchling blood into a mortal? Uh, and then, other than this tower, where could one find more information about 
the hatching and the hatchling. Yeah. Yeah. And then we could save one for a follow-up. Yeah. Or we could ask him to teach us a spell or ask for an item that he has or something. Like yeah. his Rolex. His yeah. Rolex is I has right. worth a fortune. That's a fair point. I mean, we could ask him what magical items he has on him and which ones he would be willing to part with. Yeah. Uh, well, what if the answer is just none? Yeah. Well, like, well, we could we could phrase it in which which one would you be willing to part with in order in order to be set free? His mm. Rolex. Okay. Uh, get Daniel to phrase it right. right. <laughs> so those are our three like solid locked in questions. I think the last two we could try to get some sort of material advantage or, oh, hey, we could ask about um, how Wait the generators work. We could cheat. We could try and cheat the system and make one of our favors to answer all of our questions before, you know, give, seems- give us a... Here, here's here's one favor. Give us an hour of your time, since you know you've you've been out for mm. seven hundred eighty-two years. What's another hour of your time? Answer all of our questions. I think the better off. I don't. I don't think are, he's, you're not going to out devil the devil. Yeah. That's yeah. Question. <laughs> Question. Since he can teleport and go anywhere, why not our last favor be to, to have drop us off? Oh, you mean yeah. teleport us to where we were going to go? Yeah. Like, teleport us to that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, what are we going to do about the engines? Uh, right, good point. We're just going to have gone in here and never return? No, I definitely want to blow up the engines after he leaves. Yeah. No, Dude, I, I agree. We need to stick around here afterwards. First. No, we can't. Because the engine's what keeping him trapped. Right, so. right, right. Okay. All right, so those, we got three questions. Um, let's, let's see if we have follow-up questions. Because mm-hmm. you know he's not going to answer completely. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Are we ready to uh, do this thing? Ready? I'm ready as I'm going to be. Downstairs we go. Okay. You tromp downstairs. The devil is facing your staircase, looking supremely bored. As previously agreed upon, you will grant each of us our favor, and then we shall set you free. Uh, other way around, I think. I have no guarantee that you'll actually release me after granted your favors, and my ability to work in your world is severely limited by these binding circles. Right, of course. Oh, Lord, we don't have any guarantee that you're not just going to hey. jump I've off. I've given you my word. If that's hey. not sufficient for you, then we cannot conduct business. Cast a zone of truth? A, c- a cone of truth no, over us. I don't think that'll work. That's, that's he, like, gave us, he gave us his word. He's a devil. It'll be okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm. Can I do like a lore check or something? Like, I'm at about is us. a devil giving their word tantamount to like they? Is that something where is they it like are, the fae giving their word, or is it like exactly like where on the scale does it fall? Give me an insight check. Okay. Ah, that is a eight. Okay, uh, your base knowledge is that generally devils will keep their word, but they will also do everything they can to twist it in their favor. Sure. But the impression you get from this particular devil is that he has been imprisoned for almost 800 years. Yeah, he's years pretty desperate. Like, he doesn't have machinations right now because all mm. his stuff, you know, <laughs> all his projects he had going died. Yeah. Um, he also had a lot of time to plan more. Fair. But, yeah, not but time to set not involve you specifically right, as yeah, he yeah. just met you. Right. All right. All right. Yeah, let's do it. There so, are two methods of breaking this circle. Either you can attempt to destroy the runes making it up, or you can depower the tower. Well, you say the tower uh, is going to darken this entire place. It is. Let's mess the room. Let's mess the runes up. Yeah, let's see if we can do that. What are, the runes are inscribed into the floor, right? Yeah. Yes, they're actually cast into the floor. Like she, oh. the dwarven wizard chiseled them in, chiseled them in, and then filled them with metal. Wow! Mm-hmm. Depowering is going to be a little bit. And you yeah. guys are going to destroy the generators anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, let's just make sure we have light sources. Free devil in the dark. Not well. Yeah. First of all, the devil is on fire. Oh, true. <laughs> Still, 
right. uh, while this is happening and um, while they're going downstairs to destroy the generator, I'm trying. I'm pouring out more of the uh, recording fluid into my palm, and I'm trying to like get it to reset. Like I'm trying two hand swipe gestures, and I'm yeah. going like right up to him and be like, "Clear." I'll I'll Don't write wait. up specific mechanics for that. But there is a way to. Yeah, I, okay. I'm. You're going to have time to experiment, and I'll just I'll tell you. How to well, work mostly it. I want to record the devil's testimony. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you, uh, when you tap it, like you tap the side of the bottle. Oh, okay. And it starts to to ripple again. Cool. All right. So yeah, I'm I'm All gonna wrong. be like holding the bottle, um, like on my shoulder, like a video camera. <laughs> <laughs> Balrock and I are gonna go bust the generator up. Yeah, let's go. Okay. God, this is some Blair Witch shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm over here with like a, a shaky cam, having no idea yeah. what I'm doing. Like, oh, Chad, this is so cool. Look at look oh. at all this stuff in here. <laughs> oh man, the lights just went out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cast magic missile on the. All right. on the is there not an obvious button? <laughs> I thought we you guys to, wanted to like to figure red off. No, 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 no. We need to f it up so that okay. people can figure out what it is. All right. That's the whole point. Like we need yeah. to go like make I could it. Just, I could just throw my javelin of lightning at it. Yeah, break Let's your save that in case of right. or devil. Yeah, I'm gonna deal. See, seven, eight damage to it. Okay. Uh, you you magic missile. You aim for some of the spheres. You clonk them, and they like they start to grind against each other. Yeah, it's a really unpleasant noise. Um, and the whole thing is like starting to spark. I gather up uh, some fiery energy into my hand, and I'm gonna throw a sunbolt at it. Neat. So, I, what do I actually need to roll to hit this thing? I mean, no, I it's it's room. a stationary target. Okay, uh, seven damage. Okay, uh, yeah. So you guys pummel it with your respective energies, and it just it tears itself apart once you knock the spheres out of alignment until it is an indistinguishable pile of junk metal on the floor. Oh my god. Okay, um, out of character for just a minute. Two things. First of all, we could ask for Lady Blossom's true name, which would be hilarious. But he has to know it, though, right? Yeah. Like, well, but is this something where, like, he could be like, okay, I'll get back to you. Like, he'll no. promise to go and look for how, it. How would he find us? Yeah, but he might not figure it out for like 2,000 years. You know, like, practiced in divination. If fair. he was helping the sorcerer with like extra planner stuff and maybe. Now, even I mean, we only have three questions, so I'm, I'm totally cool with like, that. I, I think that questions. could be a fun one. Um, yeah. Another thing I have here on my notes uh, can someone refresh my memory on what the Vault of the Gods is? Anybody want to tackle that one? <laughs> Because I remember it's some sort of like legendary something, but I can't It's like a, a fairy tale place, right? Um, right. That's like, one of the places we, when we were in the library, you read about it in the fairy tale section? Because that's what there was about the hatchling. Yeah. You, know, you over, it was referenced there, but you originally, well, you originally heard it when you were like a small child. But oh, the okay. first instance in this campaign was listening to like an old beggar man telling stories on the street in the capital. Right. Oh, you know what else we could do? We could I ask for ask that. The uh, location of the vault could be interesting. Well, I mean, you could just tell us it doesn't exist or he's the, yeah. Why don't we ask for the name of the, well, no, I guess he wouldn't know the name of the girl before it starts with an A, right? Yeah. There's no, yeah. like we can't even describe her very well. Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, I could ask him who created the die. Like I could be like, what? Who ensorcelled this magic die? And that would give us a starting point. Eh? No. Let's just ask our questions first. We'll probably okay. have follow up ones. Yep. Okay. Generator's down. Uh, yes. The light goes out. Desmond. Oh, and upstairs, the circles definitely, definitely collapse. Okay. One last thing. We could make him tell us his true name. No. All right. I'm done. No, I don't. You already said he uh, wouldn't. Uh, do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I figured that was probably pushing it, but anyways, uh, so I'm still up there hanging out with the demon. All the lights go out. It's Blair Witch as fuck. Uh, Desmond, you notice in the dark that 
Falrock is glowing faintly. Hmm. Uh, Falrock, you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, does, hey, look, Falrock, I can see in the dark because you're blo- you're uh, you're on fire, dude. No, it's not. It's not oh fire. It's like a yeah, like glow. It's it's more akin to sunlight. Okay. But very oh, faint sunlight. Kind of like um, elves in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, but Falrock can't see this, partly because um, he doesn't notice, partly because he already has dark vision. Well, do I have dark vision? Nope. I want to say. We've been over this. Nope. No, I don't. <laughs> I can breathe underwater, but I can't see in the dark. Uh, so you return uh, up to the devil who you see him like roll his back, his wings stretch first one, then the other. Uh, He stretches out his arms, pops his elbows, adjusts his cuffs. He's like, very well. What can I do for you before I depart? Uh, I believe I'll go first then. Uh, The first of our favors is that you shall promise to never return uh, to harm or vex the five of us. Done. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I didn't, well, didn't think it was going to go that well. <laughs> um, the next one. We would like to know the answer to the question, what are the effects of injecting blood from the hatchling into a mortal? He opens his mouth, closes it again, reaches into the pocket of his suit and produces a pair of spectacles, <laughs> <laughs> which he places on his nose, and then he inspects each of you in turn, <laughs> removes either. the spectacles, puts them back in his pocket. <laughs> so you, verdict, Doc? <laughs> you each contain substance beyond this or any of the known planes in your veins. I cannot even begin to speculate on what effect it might have on your, and he kind of makes a disdainful noise, physiology. Wonderful. All right. I expect it to be strange and perhaps wonderful from (laughs) a devil's perspective. Oh. All right. Third question. Other than this tower, where could one find more information about this strange otherworldly substance flowing through our veins, which is not of this dimension or any other whatever else? Mm, primary scholarship on the creature at the core of the world would have been in the city of libraries. And he holds up his hand and a tiny globe made of fire Ooh. appears in it. And it doesn't look anything like our world. Yeah. Um, and a point of light shows up on one of the continents. He says, located here, closes his fist. You get that recorded, that, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> literally like, yeah. Perhaps the Vault of the Gods itself, although, of course, finding that is as much a challenge as accessing it. Okay, so that's the three questions that we had initially. Um, Let's ask more about the Vault of the Gods, since he just confirmed that it exists. Right. He said it would be hard to find it, though, so it sounds like he doesn't know where it is. It doesn't matter, but, like, tell him if it was, like... Yeah, go ahead. Give us the cliff notes on it. So his specific wording was that it is as hard to find as it is to access, which to me implies that it's sort of like a 50-50 deal of even if you get to the vault, you still can't get in. So I'm thinking maybe we could ask something like, what is the... Uh, What 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 would be the most important things five mortals would need to know to find (laughs) and access the vault of the gods? That's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I... I, You know, and like a summary. We're not like expecting you to write a 100-page paper on it. Devilish research on the vault has only concluded that it does not have a fixed location and that access is keyed to those chosen by the gods specifically. In particular sets of circumstances, mind you, an ordinary cleric or clergyman of one of the five would not be able to enter. Chosen ones, capital letters. Correct. Okay. I believe I owe you one additional favor. That is correct. Let's huddle up. Right. Huddle, huddle, huddle. Okay, so um, we could ask for an item. We could ask for cool powers. Um, I think item. we should ask for an item or like just cash. <laughs> <laughs> <Cold> <laughs> cash. Like, like a box of platinum. 
Ah, uh, yeah, we could do that. It. I doubt he be, has it on him, though. Might be kind of cumbersome. Uh, I mean, he could like open a dimensional rift to the an elemental plane of gold pieces. Maybe, maybe we could we could ask him. Uh, and not outside of the favors, uh, and if he'll answer this freely, if he can even produce some platinum for us, you know. As an aside, we could ask him like the extent of his ability to give us physical objects rather than knowledge, right? So that we can better. What do we need the most right now? Like, what kind of object besides the Rolex? Honestly, nothing. But it's fun. A really cool. (laughs) I could use like a super cool robe, or oh, or like a glider that folds up into an origami crane. Things got to be like indestructible. Nah. Owned by a devil. Worn by a devil. Is it possible to, like, get a sense if that Rolex is actually magic or just really well made? It's been running for almost 800 years. It's true, but does it do cool time stuff, or does it just keep time? You can't tell. Okay. Uh, Okay, so one thing we could ask is we could say, like, um, give... procure for us the most powerful magic item you know of and give it to us and let's like access to you have access it's not great but i can't think of a better you realize it's going to be cursed yeah ah that isn't cursed matt Leyland, what do you think we should do i just think whatever it is should be worthwhile right well Um, if we could sell the rolex then Okay. Takes care of the money one way or another. I'm I'm actually going to veto that one because um, we are setting a devil free, and that's already a lot of heat. And none of us ever speak of this day again, <laughs> ever. We're not going to try and fence a devilish. We are not us. fencing an infernal relic <laughs> because <laughs> the abbey will kill us. It's true. Who, who, like Does a, anyone? I mean, is it obviously that it came from? Like, You've never seen anything resembling this wrist-mounted timepiece before. <laughs> well, if none of you guys have anything interesting, I'd like him to try to teach me like a cantrip, like Eldritch Blast or something. I am okay. I'm DM to player, I am not giving. You- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one? Eldritch Blast. Oh, <laughs> that's not hey, happening. You said you could give him, you know, knowledge. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Oh. You can ask him. He could show me what a bear looks like. Oh, <laughs> you, bear. you could ask him to show you an animal form. That's valid. That's, that's no. probably our best option. But. Absolutely not. <laughs> It'd save a lot of headache in the future. It wouldn't. We can find a bear, Shed. You we'll find that. a bear. You underestimate the bear quest that's going to happen in the future. Oh my god. No. Wait, do you want to see a bear or do you want to see one of those massive moles? We've passed a mole. Oh, right. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Let's tear it Ask him about the, the dice. Ask him. Oh, about yeah. He made yes, the. That, that okay. One. So we could do that one. The other thing is, you could ask him tiger. to perfectly decipher the anchor equations that I have. The. Oh, um, like how to how to make mm. the the fire funnel thing? No, not the fire funnel. I took no, the, those took those copies notes. of those like anchor, like the super complex arcane equations we found down on mm-hmm. like the second floor. Yeah, but what what good what are they do to with us? that? Eh, fair. <laughs> We also don't want complete things out there in case they use that to destroy them. Correct. Yes. Okay. Um, Let's ask about the dice. I think yeah. that that's that's our best option. I. Think. I okay. So, um, who do we want to ask about the maker or the person who possessed it before me? Or I'd like uh, creator. I'd, you could probably ask for what its full capabilities are. Yeah. And or was, you could ask, you know, I was going to experiment till I got there. Roll it, yeah. It's up I to could, you. I could make him infuse it with infernal power. No, <laughs> oh God! Imagine if you will backfire. a a massive gust, a tornado on a two instead of a gentle breeze. No. I don't think he has that much time to do that. Okay, he can fair. Teach all of us the cantrip message. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. That's not terrible. All right, let's pick it up. Pick yeah. up the pace here, guys. Right. You've been 
waffling a, about this, and I use that verb very specifically. I know you do. I think we should ask about who created the die. Yes. Okay. All right. I go up and I present the uh, the D6, this, this wondrous item, this magnificent thing, and I say, we would like to know the name and whereabouts of who ensorcelled this item. He picks it up with two claws, examines it. <laughs> uh, very briefly yeah um and he with his other hand produces another image of flame uh it being the the woman that gave it to you he said her name is angloria Faywind. okay she is currently well it'll be easier just to and he taps you on the forehead <laughs> with a claw, and you instinctively have like a quest marker pointing to her in your mind. <laughs> awesome. Wow, that's useful. Wow. Cool. That's kind of creepy. That's yes. Fantastic. Can, but the knowledge can, you tell, can you tell us where it is or is it just like a glowing line that we um, need to follow? Like, do I, is it like parallaxed where I can tell like how far away it is in some sense or? You get like a feeling in your gut okay. of distance. And so she roughly is somewhere in the forests of Sildal, based on of Sildal. It's kind of due south of the Dragonglass Desert. There you go. You get okay. a piece of information. There yeah. You go. So, and with that, our business is concluded. It's Bye-bye. been. Surprisingly I will never nice. see you again. And he, <laughs> there's a gout of flame, and he's gone. <laughs> And I think that's probably a good place to end end the session for the evening. Uh, So thank you for joining us. Hopefully that was enjoyable. I had a good time. Uh, I've been Joe, your dungeon master. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. We can be found on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. If you wish to reach us on Twitter, you can do so at alchemists underscore club. Joining us for this adventure were... Me again. Uh, I'm Joe. I'm going to be the reasonable one, but not right now. I I, I would like to reclaim that I am Matt playing Leolin. (laughs) And uh, I'm Waffle, and someday I will be Angloria Feywind. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's really creepy no thanks for joining us i didn't realize that our outro was the inspector gadget theme. <laughs> <laughs>